You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, everybody. It's your old friend, John DeLuna and Brian Kilby. We're back for another Get the Skinny. Brian, how is your fitness and diet health adventure going this week? So I did the Nutrisystem thing for about a week. Uh-huh. And I mean, it wasn't purely Nutrisystem. I, of course, being a busy young, God, I'm not young anymore, uh, professional, um, wasn't always able to get to uh, either my house, which is just like a mile and a half down from the office, mm. or uh, back to my desk where my food was. Mm-hmm. for a meal so i had to deviate a little bit but um you know it wasn't bad one thing it actually uh really impressed upon me it was something i had honestly forgotten was that when you get hungry just snack a little bit i mean that's mm, yes. I, I think that's the big secret out of the whole thing yeah the okay. the meals aren't large and you mm-hmm. might get 400 calories at best out of a meal okay. but you're you're allowed like 150, 200 calories for a snack in between. And honestly, that kept me from being hungry. Interesting. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of eating. Yeah. Um, just, just, it, it's really, it's honestly more about watching calories than anything, except for the mm-hmm. fact that it watches them for you by preparing the food. Right. And I honestly think, and I, I've, I, I mean, I'm out of the food now, uh, except mm-hmm. for a couple of entrees that I didn't get to and I, I don't know that I need to, uh, but I've just been watching what I've eaten since. I mean, I've relaxed a little bit on how many calories I'm eating. I, when I was strictly on it, I was eating about 1,600 a day. Mm. Now I'm back to about the 2,000 range, but 2,000 calories for me is weight loss. Uh, I did a calculator on how many calories I would have to eat to maintain my body weight, and it was ridiculous, because I, which means that I had to eat more than that to get to where I'm at. And it was something like 4,000 calories. Okay. Uh, 4,000 calories. So I am yeah. well underneath that. I'm like half of it right now. And it's not hard at all. Okay. Uh, I've even, all right. I've even had a chance. I've even splurged a little bit here and there. Uh, I, I've made a new friend at Burger King. Uh, all right. Uh, I, so I really wanted a drink from a freestyle fountain. I love the freestyle. I, I, I think the soda out of a freestyle fountain actually tastes better, I guess because it's more consistent than uh, out of others. So I went to go get a large Diet Dr. Pepper with cherry, which is my favorite. And uh, I saw that they had something called the uh, – I was going to get a Whopper Junior with that, but I saw that they had something called the um, – Double quarter pounder Big King. So I looked it up and it was 900 calories. I'm like, God, that is two meals. But you know Uh, what? I've been a good boy today. I'm going to splurge. And it was phenomenal. And uh, cutting back is really making me appreciate my food more. Well, that's good. I've got a really good story about the about the uh, the double quarter pounder King, which I I might share later. Uh, Okay, it's it's a little life hack. Uh, oh, hell, I'll go ahead and do it now. Yeah. So back years ago, mm-hmm. when I really put on all the weight, mm-hmm. is when I started a uh, job in an office. It was my first job uh, where I basically sat around all day. And I worked the late shift, me and my buddy Jason. So um, we would go to Burger King and because uh, we love Burger King. And one night we said hey, – it was like 10 minutes before they closed. And we decided that we wanted um, – 
a double cheeseburger, you know, which is basically the the small patty, uh, two of them with ketchup, mustard, pickles, and cheese and onions. I think, and it, it's simple. It, that that's my okay. favorite. That's my favorite burger. Any place I go is the basic double cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the lady at the window said, um, and I'm going to do my best impression of her, and I apologize, but this was like 15 years ago, and of course it's the South. She was like, and I quote. We're all the little meat. Oh, we got the big meat. So I'm giving you the big meat. And so she basically made up a double cheeseburger with Whopper patties for both of us. And uh, we started going there like 10 minutes before closing. Uh, that's service. Yeah, that's service. I think eventually they wised up and they started making more of the uh, the uh, small small patties. But uh, yeah, uh, that was the kind of, you know, I was uh, I was eating quite a lot back then. And uh, I have to say, though, this was very reminiscent of that burger, and it's mm. it's, it's my favorite burger ever, I think. Really? Uh, it, yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, uh, fast food, obviously. Uh, well, food. I mean, here's the thing. Uh-oh. Have I ha- have I had burgers that were prepared better and everything that were a that are technically a better burger? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But if on if I were on death row and I, I was told, Brian, you have your last meal, I would. That would be up there. That would oh. very likely be in my top ten of things I might pick. This isn't like uh, what do they call it? Recency bias or anything like that? Uh, it could be a recency bias. Uh, very okay. well, could be. Let's but, be fair here, huh? But uh, to but to be honest, uh, you know, <laughs> I I have gone to Burger King in the past and had them make up a double Whopper like that. I'll be honest okay. with you. Yeah. Uh, so I I am a fan of it. But okay, the uh, burger they have again nine hundred calories. That is. Honestly, for me, when I was not dieting, that's not too far off from what a, uh, a meal was. Actually, maybe if I got Chinese, maybe it was uh, you know more than that. So I don't feel that bad about eating a 900-calorie burger when you know I might be capping out at 2,200 calories in a day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to, at, at some point, it is math. So I mean, if you're if you're going all in on one meal, but you know, yeah, keeping br- that in mind, it, it is what it is. Uh, so, have you rated where do Burger King fries rank? For no, we, we we've talked about this before. I'm not. A we fan. have. We, but now now you're you know um, I, I don't, putting I, this new burger on a pedestal. So I don't eat fries. So it's just burger. I had some fries this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, the wife and I went to go see The Darkest Hour at our favorite theater that's within ten minutes. There's a couple. We have a couple choices. Okay. There's thumbs one up, thumbs down. The movie is great. The movie is phenomenal. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. But it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those uh, uh, theaters that's also like a bar and a restaurant. Sure. So yeah. I got a. I got a burger and I got fries and I ate the fries there. But generally speaking, um, like we, she and I ate out uh, one day last week at my new favorite um, fast food place, and I just. I get the entree and I skip the fries because they're empty calories for the most part. Yeah, and, they sure are. And if my if my whatever I'm eating is 400 calories in that range, that's my normal meal. So I stick with that and I skip the, I skip the fries. But I have to say, if 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 I had my choice of fries, probably McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And there is, um, it's not Friendly's, Freddy's. There's a chain called Freddy's. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I really like their fries. Their fries are amazingly thin. They're like the thinnest fries I've ever had, but they're really good. 
Mm, yes, I uh, I've come around definitely on kind of like forgoing the fries and if anything, just having more meat, uh, even with a fast food I meal. Absolutely, well, yeah, I do that. One of the things that like I noticed is um, in particular, and I'm sure they're no different from anybody else, but Chick Fil A's waffle fries. Like I don't like. I don't love waffle fries. They never really do anything for me, but um, uh, they're they're like regular waffle fries are like almost 500 calories. Just yeah, and it's, there's not a lot. It basically no. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a potato cut yeah. into uh, chunks, mm-hmm. and you're basically eating a potato or two. So you fried. can like you can like forego like just as one example like there you if you got a chicken sandwich or something like that the sandwich is probably at or under 400 calories and um you can you could double up on those and save like a couple hundred calories yeah, seriously and yeah get a buttload of uh, protein and be very satisfied with the meal yes um so in the i guess we didn't record last week because of a conflict uh with our schedules mm-hmm. so it's been about two weeks that I've been on this. So the first, I haven't weighed in the second week, but the first week I lost, I lost eight pounds. Nice, Brian. Yeah. Eight Very pounds nice. or, it. or like 2% of my body weight. Hey, that, that adds up. You know what I mean? Like that's uh progress. Yeah, for sure. My, hey, goal, um, my, my goal is like 150. So I am start. like one twentieth of the way there. Well, it's progress. It's uh you just, as long as you can get a minus in the, in the weight column every week or so, you'll get there eventually. It's just a matter of time. Uh, Brian, I've got uh, an interesting article here, and the theme is um, I think you'll find is uh, the big idea is here is like uh, super science and food has gotten to the point where we can make we can turn plants into anything. Uh, I have an article about seven innovative items that could make an impact in the food industry this year. So I'm going to run through these. And uh, like I said, you'll be amazed, uh, perhaps horrified at uh, the plant-based foods that are coming our way. This is a thing. This is going to just be more and more happening. So first one is a little bit exotic, but uh, it is, it is uh, a technology uh, innovation really at heart. So smoked ahi and salmon poke, um, by Acme Smoked Fish. So a poke bowl is a Hawaiian uh, rice bowl, basically. It's like uh, it's like your Asian bowls. It's like even like the new westernized breakfast bowls and, and, and uh, bowls you see at um, KFC and all that stuff. Like all that stuff, which kind of originated in the Pacific uh, and far uh, eastern parts of the world. Um those things are very much like mainstream now, rice bowls and such. So poke bowls are the Hawaiian equivalent. So what makes this uh, so innovative? Well, smoked ahi and salmon uh, rice bowls effectively with uh, fresh uh, avocado, lime, rice, the smoked fish meat. Um, all that is now available in a pre-packed um, lunch-sized portion that is sold in freezer um, the freezer aisle, basically, in the uh, fridges of convenience stores and in the areas where you have convenient lunches. So this Wait, uh, company, it's, this company, it's, Acme Smoked Fish. The poke is raw uh, at a convenience store. Oh, it's, it's smoked. Okay, but you just you crack that baby open from the freezer aisle or the fridge. You just and 
you know, it's been there. It's like is, been shipped. Is poke normally smoked? I I thought it was raw. Uh, I think there's probably different variations of it, but uh, in in this case, smoked. yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, for some reason, it's uh, I mean, you know, it, it's an acquired taste, I guess. But but this is tw- uh, 20 grams of protein. Um, I can't see the uh, calorie count here, but I'm sure it's fairly low if it's just rice and a little bit of smoked fish. Probably good to get bang for the buck. But anyway, something being disruptive is basically a poke bowl uh, coming to your freezer aisle effectively in your gas stations and your convenience stores across the country. So that's a little bit of an innovation. The next one, it's something right up Brian Kilby's alley. Protein-packed snickerdoodles by Bite Fuel Cookies. Bite Fuel is the brand name. So Snickerdoodle is the newest flavor for Bite Fuel who makes cookies that are packed with 18 grams of protein per three-ounce bag. Uh, That's a lot of protein for a small amount of cookies, but they don't taste like protein powder, which is good. Uh, They actually taste like uh, a cookie, making it a real treat for workout nuts who hate protein powder and the uh, aftertaste of certain flavors. 24-hour fitness, home goods, and some whole food locations have started to carry Fuel Bite cookies. Fuel Bite, okay. I'm going to go to Whole Foods this weekend and check that out. Check it out. Protein cookies. Uh, And uh, they imply that they have multiple flavors. Snickerdoodle is the new one. Mochi Bites ice cream by Mimo Mochi Ice Cream. So Mimo is the brand name. My slash M-O has made waves in the past by offering stores not named Whole Foods a chance at their own self-serve mochi ice cream bar. Uh, they're now incorporating the mochi into the ice cream with chewy bits scattered throughout, while mochi is notorious for going hard if frozen. This mochi happens to stay chewy in the ice cream, gives it interesting uh, texture, and the new Mochi Bites ice creams will be launching this spring. Okay, here we go. Vegan Faba Butter by Fora. Foods, Fora, F-O-R-A, Foods, Faba Butter, F-A-B-A, Butter. Plant-based butter, Fora Foods, officially announced at the Winter Fancy Foods Show. One year, Brian, we need to not go to a Transformers convention. We need to go to the Winter Fancy Foods Show. Where's this at? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to Google it. The name alone intrigues me. I'd go. Fancy Foods. I'm all about fancy and food. Uh, Debuting their vegan butter on both popcorn and sliced bread made with uh, aquafaba which the leftover water which is the uh, leftover water from chickpea cans okay uh, <laughs> the Flora Foods team claims that their product matches real butter on flavor texture and mouthfeel sampling it on bread uh, a panel of tasters at the fancy food show agreed they said it felt like uh, true butter and not cheap margarine or any other vegan substitute currently on the market. This is a serious vegan butter replacement, and the margin industry should be terrified uh, any, how delicious it, it is. Any info on like the nutritional benefits of it? Uh, no, uh, that is a good question. I but, mean, uh, it's not like it's not like uh, vegetable oil or palm oil or anything like that. It's actually healthy. I mean, a lot, a lot of the, most of the oils that we get in our diet, I think or you come from vegetables. So uh, the fact that this butter comes from a vegetable is, isn't that amazing. But uh, if, if it were healthier, that would be, that would be uh, pretty amazing. Okay. The next one. Uh, And uh, forgive me if I mispronounce this because this is um, uh, French for sure. So passion fruit and almond, uh, 
Covertures uh, by Val uh, Valrona Chocolate. Covertures. Basically, they look like um, uh, chocolate, uh, oversized chocolate chips. So think of them as like uh, Hershey's Kisses. Uh, yeah, Hershey's Kisses, or even just like the um, when you take a classic Hershey, Hershey bar and break it into its um, individual uh, rectangles. Yeah, yeah. Like like about that size of. Uh, Fakish chocolate. So anyway, these passion fruit and almond covertures by Valrona Chocolate. Valrona's unique new confectionery product could give Ruby Chocolate a run for its money. Ruby Chocolate. See, there's all these things, Brian, in the world that we don't know about because we don't go to the fancy food show. Yeah. Ruby Chocolate. Anyway, uh, the the new fruit and nut covertures are made with cocoa butter, sugar, and a puree of a single fruit or nut. Interesting. Currently available in almond or passion fruit, the flavor of these are almost as pure as the fresh fruit or nut itself, and it's perfect for melting into a glaze to dip into strawberries or drizzle on baked goods. It's currently only available for food services, but it's expected to land in specialty food stores later this year. So that's interesting. Okay. Vegan shrimp by New Wave Foods. Vegan shrimp. How is that possible? Well, (sighs) this is... Plant-based shrimp. (laughs) New Wave Foods has gained a lot of attention for its plant-based shrimp uh, in the food service industry in recent years as um, it uh, had a startup phase, which was exclusive to the uh, the food industry. And it attracted tech clients like Google. Uh, Now the vegan seafood purveyor is ready to extend its food service capabilities with both fried and fresh variants of vegan shrimp. It's spot on in terms of flavor, according to this uh, author, this article. And while the texture of the fresh shrimp is a little gritty, uh-huh, the fried shrimp is nearly identical to real shrimp. Those looking for a sustainable shrimp substitute, though, should definitely keep an eye out for these. Plant-based shrimp, Brian. So I, I, you know, I love shrimp, but at the same time, it's disgusting because, <laughs> it, I mean, I think of them as like sea bugs. So yeah. if I could have something that tastes like shrimp but isn't shrimp, that would be pretty awesome. Okay, even if it's just like um, a rose bush mashed into a if the it, shape of if shrimp. It, if it tasted the same, sure. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, um, you're correct. Shrimp, uh, lobster, to a lesser extent, uh, scallops and mussels and things like that. Um, catfish for sure. Horrible animals. Horrendous yeah. flounder, we, uh, or, or um, also, what's the uh, what's the big one that everybody eats? Tilapia, That's, tilapia. Ah. Oh my god! Yes. Uh, anyway, last one: milkshake and fries, fast food ice cream by Cool House. Late last year, a couple of ice cream roll stores went viral by putting off putting off the wall items, including French fry flavored ice cream. On the market. Now you can find this in stores too. As Cool House, that's the brand, Cool House, H A U S, has a milkshake and fries fast food flavor ice cream debuting <laughs> on store shelves later this year. Milkshake and fries. Okay. It's a new version of a flavor they launched back in 2015, also titled, quote, fast food. You don't really get the fries flavor, thank God. Although you can identify the occasional cold fry when it squishes between your teeth. Brian, they put fries in the actual ice cream. They're bits of French fries. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a scrumptious milkshake ice cream, uh, notwithstanding the bits of French fries in it, apparently. 
Yeah, so just like the official packaging for the milkshake and fries ice cream is uh, salted Tahitian vanilla bean ice cream with shoestring french fries and milk chocolate malt balls. It's a thing. It's disgusting. It's a thing. I'm I'm a busy man, Brian. I don't have time for lunch or dessert, so (laughs) I just need a a pint of both. Have desunch. Yes, Desunch. So I can, uh, I got to slam that uh, while I'm texting and commuting. We're getting there. So, Brian, um, as far as like my uh, fitness and uh, diet uh, progress in the last week, um, I've run almost every night. And I do want to say, um, again, uh, my uh, Matt My Run, great app. Wholly recommend it for sure. So it's all been tracked there. Uh, the the evidence is there for the world to see. Um but I did post on Twitter, I did mention on Twitter, that I am back into uh, Pokemon Go primarily as a fitness motivator, specifically for cardio uh, and getting my steps in and getting my runs in. Um, in the last like couple years, uh, Pokemon Go has added uh, – they've had at least two major updates where they've added well over 100, maybe closer to 200, probably around 200 new Pokemon to catch. And um, – they completely revamped their uh, combat system, and it's interesting that. Um, and I say all this because uh, at the end of the day, it, it it has ended up being a much better motivator for me to do cardio. And um, if you're not into Pokemon Go or you kind of fell out of Pokemon Go, I would recommend um, giving it a whirl, opening that app again, and just checking it out because I did find what's interesting with that with Pokemon Go is at the beginning of the app. Uh, beginning of the app's uh, life, uh, there was a, a very heavy uh, weight towards collecting. And so what you had was like this mad rush to collect all the um, Pokemon at the time. And people would get to their personal threshold of how much effort they were going to put into collecting Pokemon very quickly. So so whether people were going to like um, – do everything they could to be a completist or people got to like whatever 50 60 whatever their internal uh, goal was to collecting pokemon or, or when they ran out of gas whatever that was for each person they got to it really fast and um even though in the last uh, year or year and a half or so uh, the makers uh, uh, niantic have uh, released a lot more pokemon into the app they've really changed the dy- dynamics of the game itself and they've balanced it out a lot better. So it, it's a lot better balance towards um, uh, battling Pokemon in gyms, which are just glorified Pokestops. And they've toned down a lot of the um, uh, like hyper rush to collect all the Pokemon. So uh, it's, it's, it's become a lot better, uh, I think, as a, as a game. And so it holds your interests it holds your interest a lot better. It's not just a race to collect as many Pokemon as you can stomach. Um, they've done a lot uh, better job at making the gym battles relevant and making it kind of easier for you to um, for you to post uh, your Pokemon in a gym or kind of have them like assign them to a gym to protect protect where they kind of auto battle and so you get rewards and things like that for that and um they've also added some more achievements and things like that and so uh it's just become more of a game which is much appreciated and so 
not only is it a a better game, but it, it's it's also like I said, um, as strong as ever at uh, motivating people or, or kind of gamifying your uh, your cardio. So I'm I'm actually really happy that I got back into Pokemon and now I'm tying it to um, to my runs. So like every night, what I do is I um, I get on my gear and I fire up map my run uh, and uh, start the app, start tracking my workout. I start a podcast. And I open up Pokemon Go, and all that stuff is, you know, just running on my phone as I go out to run a few miles, um, and it's awesome. It's uh, it really makes the time go by. It's uh, I've I've steadily improved my times and my split times on my runs. Um, it's awesome. It's perfect. So a combination of uh, Map My Run, your favorite podcast or audio book, and Pokemon Go. I cannot recommend that uh, combination enough. It's really working out for me, and uh, I don't feel like I'm going to burn out anytime soon uh, with this routine. So that's, that would be my recommendation for the week. It's awesome. That's awesome. Um, if we're doing recommendations of the week, my recommendation of the week is go out and buy a smoker grill. Okay. Um, You're such a man. I Well, maybe not. For the oh. first time ever, I made smoked chicken over the weekend, uh-huh. and... It was phenomenal. Um, it was it was amazing, and it was it added nothing to the food as far except for what I marinated the chicken in, mm-hmm. but um, no oil, no anything like that. It took about two hours to um, to properly smoke the chicken breast that I ate, mm-hmm. but it was so good and it was so healthy, and um, you know, I mean. We've talked before about uh, meal prep for the week. Um, yes. Honestly, throw a bunch of chicken in a smoker. Mm-hmm. Uh, let it go for a couple hours. Make sure it's mm-hmm. make sure it's well marinated, and mm-hmm. it's going to be juicy and tender for days after. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, I'm super happy with it. Um, I've had this grill for 15 years, and I just bought the um, smoker attachment for it. Right, and um, I know what I'm doing pretty much for the next few weeks is I'm going to cool. be smoking me some meat. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, do you have like any specific plans for the next meat? More, more chicken? Uh, so, tur- I'm, turkey, I'm, beef? What are you I, looking at? I'm doing more chicken at first. Um, yeah. Then I'm probably going to try to do, do a pulled pork. Um, Ooh, nice. I made a pulled pork over the weekend uh, that I've been eating on this week. Um, in the crock pot and I've never made pulled pork before this week. Um, and of course it's vinegar based because I'm in North Carolina. Um, but I'll probably do pork in the smoker next. Um, but I really want to get chicken down, um, in the area in, in North Carolina that uh, I grew up, um, a very popular fundraiser. There are two, basically two fundraisers that anybody, any, church group or community group uh, will do throughout the year. They will sell Krispy Kreme donuts or they will do what they call a chicken queue. And uh, chicken queue, basically, they uh, will just smoke a bunch of chicken on the side of the road uh, and sell it. And it's very popular. And I have fond memories of eating that stuff growing up. And what I made Friday, it was incredibly close. A friend of mine actually has the recipe that all of the churches and gr- uh, groups in the area have been using like since the 50s so i now have that that's not that healthy so i may have to try to modify it a little bit 
Um, but uh, I now have that recipe, and I'm going to try it and see if I can replicate it. And if I can, maybe I'll have some chicken a chicken queue at my house, and that's how I'll make money. You know, <laughs> maybe I'll quit my job and just smoke chicken all the time. Well, I mean, you're going to have to come up with like um, a snazzy name and a tagline, and I, I have complete faith you'll do both. So you'll be the next Colonel Sanders. Uh, well, right now, Ric Flair is Colonel Sanders. Or no, Reba McIntyre. Depends on the day. <laughs> yes. Man, if Ric Flair was Colonel Sanders, actually, would be Col- getting my money. Colonel Sanders was not unlike Ric Flair because the man loved his alcohol. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. Uh, drunken chicken, right? Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, Brian, anything else on this week's Get the Skinny? I think that's it. Uh, I'm going to try the um, the other diet, which is the HMR, the HMR diet. I'm going to try that yes. over the weekend um, yes. and see how that goes. Just a, a weekend plan. We'll, we'll see. And I'll report back on that um, next week. Sweet. Hey, before we go, too, I want to remind you guys first – before that reminder, a thank you for listening. You, yes, you, if you're uh, hearing this, you're listening, which makes you a listener, which uh, <laughs> is very much appreciated in uh, Brian and John's hearts. And we want to remind you that there are many more podcasts at tfradio.net for your perusal and your listening pleasure. Uh, there's also an Amazon link at tfradio.net. If you click that Amazon link and do some Amazon shopping, you will help all the shows. You will just uh, donate a small cut of Amazon's profit margin to us, which is awesome. You're not paying anymore. You're not buying anything special. Amazon is just thanking you for clicking their link on our site by giving Brian literally nickels and dimes, just a sack of change uh, sent by Amazon Prime now every other week or so. That's how it works. So go to tfradio.net, click the Amazon link, or tfradio.net slash Amazon. You support the show without doing anything different. So we appreciate that. And more than anything, we really just appreciate you guys listening every week. So thank you from everybody at uh, Get the Skinny at the uh, headquarters, Get the Skinny HQ, and uh, at tfradio.net HQ. So for Brian Kilby, this is John DeLuno. We'll see you on the next Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 